2: What's up, y'all? It's Morgan here. This is the Best Bits Podcast. In case you haven't listened before, what I do is break down the Bobby Bones Show from this week. I share seven segments that were the best ones, and then I talk about other life things. And Normally, I would bring on another show member, but this weekend, it's just me. You and me, I'm going to be asking questions for myself that maybe you can also answer along while you're listening. And you know, it may be weird because we've never done this before, but we're going to give it a try. So we're just going to dive right in. Coming in hot at the number seven spot this week, Bobby shared his top reasons he's annoyed right now. He shared five, a lot going on in his life. And I think everyone can relate to that. There's crazy things happening in the world right now, and being annoyed is maybe the best emotion you can have. You know, and for me, I'm not annoyed per se, but for the last month, I've been on a gluten-free, sugar-free diet, and it's totally been killer. Like, you want to talk about changing lifestyles and doing something that you've never done before? So I found out that I am gluten-sensitive, and my body gets pretty inflamed when I consume a lot of sugar. And for someone who has a sweet tooth, I was eating stuff with sugar all the time. Not only was I eating it in all my processed foods, but I was also just eating sweets all the time. I needed chocolate or I needed some kind of candy after I would have my usual meals. And it was like this huge habit for me that, you know, I knew it wasn't great, but I didn't know it was really kind of hurting my immune system. And so I had went to a nutritionist, which is what I've been doing the last several weeks. And so I've been gluten-free and sugar-free for a little over a month now. And it really has changed things for me. Like I feel so much better but that all being said, it is still incredibly hard and I get annoyed when I'm like, "Oh crap, I got to actually cook a meal because she wants to, you know me to be eating whole foods and not processed foods." So, I have to cook pretty much all of my meals though. I will say if I have found my favorite crackers ever that are gluten-free and, you know, pretty healthy for you. They're the brand Crunchmaster and the sea salt flavor is amazing. I now buy multiple bags of it at the store and I eat it with cheese. And that's like my snack that I always do. I also have been eating a lot of bonza pasta, which is gluten-free and like high protein pasta. Then I'll make some like egg scrambles with peppers and potatoes. And listen, all I know is I've been trying to learn so much about cooking whole foods like I could cook before but man I was you know cooking things that I really didn't care about what was going to my body I was just cooking all the good stuff right so now I have to like cook on these whole foods and it has been Totally challenging and also fun because I do. Honestly, I feel so much better, and a lot of the immune system problems and the thyroid problems that I was having before are starting to go away. This is all like accompanied with some supplements, but it's been a game changer. So, you know, I highly suggest if you. Are dealing with some chronic issues and stuff. Diet is a huge part of that. And I have just learned so much, but it is annoying. And it's definitely a new adventure in itself that I have been on lately. So there's that. And now we've got coming in at the number six spot. Dylan Scott was on the show this week and he was totally awesome. The interview was super fun. He performed some new songs for us off his new album. And remember, uh, just recently we got the news that we can only play five seconds of a song on a podcast now so if you're hearing that on the podcast and you're like what's happening are they messing with me did i do something no like we can only play five seconds now due to licensing restrictions so it's not you guys but you can check out the full performance on bobbybones.com or our youtube page slash bobby bones show that's still there for now i don't know how much longer that'll stay there but you know for now it is all the performances are still up there so check them out while you can And, you know, I wanted to do something fun here. I've been doing random questions with show members, but I wanted to do a a different version since it's just me this weekend. I Googled questions to help you get to know yourself better. So I'm going to answer some for me and maybe you can answer them for yourself along with me. Okay, so one of these questions are, what are my strengths? And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking I'm going to do like three really solid ones that I know are pretty consistent. One of them is that I'm very driven. I work really hard and I make sure to always get my jobs done, sometimes a little bit too much. You know, I don't have the best work-life balance sometimes. It also comes with being a social media director. You really don't get to have work-life balance. There's not an hour or a time that I really get to be 100% off. Um, but that is one that I'm I'm proud of, at least that I'm driven. Uh, I'm very confident in myself. It's taken me a long time to get where I'm at right now. And I'm hopeful, you know I Often try to always see the best in people and be hopeful about the world and believe in the best things instead of being pessimistic. I'm pessimistic, (laughs) pessimistic. I'm pretty optimistic. So, hopeful is definitely one of my strong ones, too. Then there's another question we've got What are my long term goals? Well, so I'm working on one right now that I really can't wait to share with all of you guys because it's been one that has been in the works for a while and has definitely taken up a lot of my extra time that I do have that I'm not working. But I do want to do something eventually with food because I've always been a big believer that food connects us in ways that we really can't connect in others. Like, nobody can really argue about food. You might argue about it, but you're not actually full on angry with anyone for having a different opinion about food. So I would love to do something with food like doing a food review or a TV show of some kind. And you know, of course, another long term goal is to be married one day. That would be awesome. Whatever that looks like in my future. So there's some kind of long term goals. And another one of these questions in here are what do I like to do for fun? I also hope you guys are answering these about yourself along with me because seriously, these made me think about things that I, you know, you always think about kind of in your subconscious brain, but you never really like put on blast and answer them to yourself. Rather, you may answer them in conversations with other people. Uh, but one of them is what do I like to do for fun? You know, I really love being active. So working out, hiking, going for walks with my dog Remy, boxing and adult gymnastics newly. But also, like I really enjoy spending time with Remy and staying home watching movies. I have become such a recluse as I've gotten older. I'm super outgoing and I love socializing. But also after the pandemic, I just have realized that people are very inconsiderate and rude now. So me being out in public is not as enjoyable as it once used to be, which is pretty sad. So I really do love spending time with Remy. Especially on my weekends when I'm not having to work and just watching movies and kind of letting my mind not think about anything. Because also with socializing, the thing that we don't talk about is that it actually takes a lot of brain energy and a lot of of your emotional time so like not only are you going out and your physical body is doing things like mentally it's a lot to socialize so props to people who are still like going about and and doing it all the time i just you know my battery is not being recharged socially the way that it used to and maybe that comes with getting older i don't know (laughs) so i also have on here i love trying new places so I love to go on adventures whenever I get the chance. Traveling is like the number one thing. If I could travel all of the time, I totally would and bring Remy with me. But that's probably like the biggest caveat for me is not being able to leave Remy and leaving her behind when I do go traveling because I love to show her the world because she leads a short you know, amount of time with me. I am going on a new adventure, Seattle and Portland, Oregon soon. And I am so stoked. We've my one of my girlfriends and I have planned this entire itinerary. We're gonna be hiking in the North Cascades Park. We're hiking Mount Rainier. We're going to Cannon Beach in Oregon. and just like a lot of fun things planned on this trip. I'm telling y'all, like if there's one thing outside of doing radio and some TV shows and doing cooking stuff, One thing I would love to do is just like put together vacation and travel itineraries and go do it and suggest them to people because traveling is another one of those things that I think is so important because you get to see the world and you get to see different cultures and understand how different people live. So. Right now, while I can't uh, do much foreign travel, because it's pretty hard with my job and and leaving Remy for too long, I'm trying to see as much of the United States as I possibly can. And so going to Seattle and Portland have always been on that list, especially even more now now thanks to TikTok, because everybody is posting all of these super fun, really cool places. And I'm just like freaking out excited about how much I'm going to be able to do and see on this trip. So super stoked for that. I will put out my itinerary that I use for this trip after I do it. You know, I don't need anybody really knowing every uh, move that I'm making while I'm on a trip. So once, once that trip happens, I will put out the itinerary. I know some of y'all have been asking about that. So I will put that out eventually. I promise y'all.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
2: So yeah, that was just uh, some super fun get to know uh, me, but also I hope you got to know yourself a little bit better in that. Not often do we like have conversations with ourselves and ask ourselves the questions that people would ask us. You can kind of have a more honest conversation with yourself more often than other people can have with you. So that was pretty fun for me to share with you. Not super dove deep, kind of surface level, but you know, hope you hopefully you still learned a little bit more about me in, in that segment. Uh, then after Dylan Scott. We We had coming in at number five, I spilled the tea on Eddie, and that was pretty entertaining. And I say entertaining because most of the time it's lunchbox and Eddie spilling the tea on each other. I love when I have something like really good to spill the tea on because I'm not just going to spill the tea on anything small. Okay, like, listen, we're all humans. We all do random crap. But it's my favorite when I got some actual good tea to spill. And that's what happened this week. I'm just saying that. I'm throwing that out there. It was pretty good. And you guys can say it wasn't, but it's was pretty good. I do have some food worlds for y'all that are pretty exciting. And, you know, one thing I've realized is that just about everything is making a comeback in the last several years, like we're just bringing everything back from basically when we were kids. General Mills just welcomed back some old school cereals. Fruit Brute Monster Cereal, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Boo Berry are all making a comeback. They're going to be limited edition cereals and they're at retailers nationwide. It's so interesting to me how much everything is making a comeback from movies to foods to clothes. Like, you know, if I would have known that when I was a kid, I would have just stashed everything that I actually bought then and saved it for 20 years later. So if you're listening to this now and you're a kid, I'm just saying, if you think something's really cool, you should probably stock up on it, keep it and like preserve it in some way, whether it's food, definitely preserve it in some way or clothes and keep it in a you know secret place and then bring it out and you'll have it. And it's going to be like cool vintage because and you might even be able to make money off of it. I wish I would have known this stuff. You know, my mom is pretty funny because she keeps so many of her clothes. And my sister and I always gave her a hard time because we're pretty good about, you know, cleaning things out and just rotating the closet, selling our clothes. So we, you know, get some new ones, and my mom always kept things, and we never really understood why. But man, she she had it right all along. Because I'm telling you, there are things in her closet that are making a comeback from like 20, 30 years ago. And she's like, "I told you someday it would happen." So, you know, learn from my mom and what's happening right now, and just keep your stuff. If you're a teenager right now, or you got teens. Keep their stuff. You know how it goes. Just keep it preserved. Another food world. Uh, it's already happening but you know what's crazy to me is it's August. We are trying to see the end of summer, but our hot, hot weather is not really letting that happen. But Krispy Kreme has kicked off the pumpkin spice items with their pumpkin spice collection that's already in stores this week. They released them a month earlier this year to get people ready for the fall fun. They've got pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice original glazed, and pumpkin spice original filled cheesecake. Now, listen, if I wasn't on my super No sugar sweets kick, then I would totally be eating this. I am so ready for fall. Now, I'm not one to push the time and make everything keep going because, as I've mentioned on the show this week, time moves by way too quickly. But I will say, I'm so tired of the hot weather. I think I've retreated more in my house this summer than I normally do in winters because, holy crap, it's hot outside. I don't even like to go in. And socialize right now, too, because I had this argument with someone like, It's so much better to be cold because you can just keep adding layers. But if you're hot, like you can't keep removing layers. You get to a point where you're just naked and you can't do anything about it. And you're still hot. Like that is the one thing I've realized is I enjoy the cold more than I enjoy the hot. Now, I do like the activities that come with warm weather better. But, you know, sometimes you just got to take that plunge. So I will be socializing a little bit more this winter when it's not 105 degrees out all the time. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. So maybe if you're on the the cold team like me, let me know. We can do some snowboarding together or something. And then coming in after that segment, we had Abby who performed for the first time on Broadway and there was lots of drama around that. You know how that goes on our show. There's always drama involved, especially with Abby and her singing and lunchbox. But what I wanna know is I want to talk about if you've gotten unlucky or like maybe More lucky than you think recently? Because speaking of this, you know, crazy diet I'm on right now, I am also on supplements and I ran out of one of my supplements and I went to my nutritionist to get one and purchased it. Cool, whatever. I get home and I pop the seal on this bottle and it was empty. And I don't know if that's bad luck. Listen, this has also happened to me recently when I was on a flight with Southwest. I got an empty bag. So, Southwest, you know how they hand out those amazing little snacks that I also can no longer eat, but the amazing little snacks. Yeah. So I opened one up. It was empty. This is twice now that I've gotten empty things that were sealed. And now this is either like super unlucky because especially the supplement, I then had to drive back again and pick up a new one. It was a whole situation. So I felt like it was unlucky, but I'm like, this is a one million chance, one in one million chance that this happens. And that's either like bottom of the barrel, bad luck, or it's actually really good luck and I need to go buy a lottery ticket. I don't know, though. I, you know, sometimes I try and spin it that it could be good luck, but I do think this might have actually been bad luck. Who knows? What if, is the universe trying to send me a sign? Has this ever happened to you where you're just like, what happened with this product? I bought it from a place. It was sealed. Why would I get the one that's empty? Is that does that mean something? Is the universe trying to send me the sign? I don't know. So if you guys have had like the universe sending you signs recently, please let me know maybe I'm not alone. There's one more food world I want to share too, because grocery chain Aldi, if you listen, inflation has hit us hard. Things are crazy expensive right now. And one of those things that has always been crazy expensive is weddings. And if you're obsessed with Aldi, the chain is looking for the perfect pair of Aldi addicts to become the first ever couple married at one of their stores. It's going to be at their headquarters in Illinois, and all expenses are in paid. So until the 17th, you can head to their happily ever after Aldi page and explain why you deserve to have your wedding there. They're going to include, listen, a cocktail reception, a photographer, videographer, DJ, hair and makeup team, decorations and flowers, as well as custom Aldi wedding favors. But get this. Also, included in this, you get a year of free groceries. And this can all be yours with 50 friends and family if you're like the best Aldi couple ever. So, if somebody's getting married, I'm just telling y'all, maybe you don't love Aldi, but maybe you can like do something and get this because holy crap, talk about saving some money, not only on your wedding, but also your groceries for a year. Okay, I just had to get that out there and share it with you guys because somebody deserves this. This is amazing done with the food world talk for now those were some fun stories I just wanted to share with y'all but I also want to talk about I had mentioned for another project that I'm working on I had posted on my Instagram stories and see what you guys wanted to talk about and so many of y'all you know love the behind the scenes about my job and a lot of y'all also want to know how I balance you know, work and social life which I did briefly mention I'm not very good at earlier Uh, but I will tell you guys some of the kind of ins and outs of what I do. So this is just a day in the life. I had a day in the life real video put together and I just totally forgot about it and I never posted it. So, you know, maybe I'll post it sometime. I don't know. But Eddie and uh, Mike did one and then I felt weird posting it because they had already done it. So I was like, I I didn't mean to do that. I just forgot about it. It's sitting in there. It's got like Luke Combs and Miranda Lambert on it and maybe I'll post it sometime. But day in the life of me. So get up super early in the morning. I do get dressed up. I got to do hair and makeup and find a cute outfit to wear. And there are some days, you know. Eddie won't ever admit this, but there are some days that, yes, I don't do my hair and he thinks it means I don't dress up, but my makeup is still done and I still look presentable more than him and Lunchbox and their crazy beards and stuff. So um, I do wake up every morning, I get ready, hair, makeup, find a cute outfit. And I go to work. I get there relatively early so I can get some things done because writing blogs and social content when there's so much talking going on is really hard. I'm really good at multitasking. And I'll explain kind of how the multitasking comes into view in a little bit. But writing blogs and doing things while I'm also listening to what's happening on the show to send it out as live tweets. So this is just a breakdown. I When I get into the studio, I'll do a few things early to kind of help myself get through the day a little bit better. But when everybody comes in and the show starts, I am live tweeting, live posting on Facebook, and also getting videos from Eddie to add closed captioning to then to post them out online. This will all happen simultaneously. Like not one happens before or after the other. It's all at the same time. Then we also get the live stream. Going and I gotta monitor comments on there. While I'm monitoring comments, I also gotta make sure I'm putting together our blog. So I try and send out at least four or five blogs each day of the biggest segments of the show. Now our blogs are where all of um, a lot of our digital goals come from because we want people to go to our website and see all the content. So my goal is to always get people to go to our website and see the content. That's a big one, but also another goal is engaging on social media. So we want to put content out there that people engage with. So posting live. And then I got to make sure I get everything ready so when the show is over, I can post follow-up content to what happened on that show that morning. And that will take me all of, you know, several hours until one or two o'clock in the afternoon to get that done. I'll send it out. I'll get it to our affiliates all across the country so they can also post about it. And then after that's done, I start prepping for the show the next day. And I'll spend about three or four hours working after that to prep for the next day, sending in show prep and doing some things to make sure I'm ready for the next day and I'm not behind. So much of my job that goes into it is being prepared and being ahead of everything because if I am behind, it tends to uh, fall back on me very, very quickly and I don't really have the time or the Guess you could say opportunity to fall behind on stuff because so much of it is, hap- is happening so quickly. Like that's also why sometimes you'll hear me on the show. I won't know questions or answers to things because I'm literally like half writing a blog and half trying to answer a question. Though I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But my brain attention is in like four different places. And other times, if you ever see me always on my computer, it's because there's so much I have to get done in a small window of time that I can't really not be on my computer. I like, there'll be some mornings where I do not go pee until like 1030 after being there for five and a half hours. Okay. And that's just kind of part of it. I get so engrossed into working and like my body will finally be like at like 10, 30 or 11, like, yo, you got to pee. we have been drinking water all morning. You haven't moved. And I won't even eat sometimes. It's just, it's a very fast moving job. And I don't really have a lot of time for error or focusing on other things. So that's why I try and work ahead as much as humanly possible, though there's not much I can do ahead of time. It's just some things that I'm Preparing uh, our websites for like if I could change out the leads on there so we have some new content that's populating on our, the lead section of our website. Uh, it's making sure any graphics are ready for artists, making sure photos are edited because I also do those. Whenever we have artists come in the studio, I take the photos, I edit them, I use them to uh, post whenever they're live on the show, and I also use them to create the graphics. That's another big part of it, and that's just a small portion. Then there's this Best Bids podcast which I record and manage all the time with listeners, and then anything else I want to do outside of the show on my own projects. When Lunchbox and I were doing TikTok videos a lot. It was during the pandemic because we had so much extra time; there wasn't a lot going on. And now everybody's lives kind of picked back up again, and everything got super busy, and that kind of got pushed to the wayside because I'm doing good just to to do my job and do the few other projects that I'm working on. So. That gives you a little peek inside what my job is and and what I do. You know, my main point is to make sure I'm always engaging on our social media brands and also engaging on my own, too, so I can talk with y'all and connect with you guys. So there's a lot that goes into social media. If if there's anybody who ever wants to do social media as a job or, or work in this industry, one of the biggest qualities you need to have is to be able to work in a fast-paced environment and always be on your toes because you just never know what's going to get thrown at you and you never know how much time you're going to have to do it. So there'll also be times where things will get thrown at me and I got to learn a new skill in like five minutes. So quick thinking and a lot of patience with yourself are big qualities and important things to have. It's an awesome job and it's one that is only going to keep going up from here. I think it's super cool because I got lucky. I was one of the first ones in a social media job. You know, this was gosh, six, seven years ago now when I really started doing it. I actually did it as an intern with iHeartRadio back in Wichita, Kansas. I was overseeing social media for some radio stations there. And at the time, I didn't really see the importance of it. And I was like, well, nobody's on these. Nobody's using them. At the time, really, everybody was just using Facebook. And that was about it. But fast forward a year later, and I got the job with them from that work I did as an intern. And I was... Role in social media before I got that job. Crazy enough, you look at our graphics and stuff. I'm not a graphic designer. That was graphic design is an entirely separate skill set away from journalism, digital media. Graphic design has its own literal uh, occupation. Okay, my older sister was a graphic designer for several years, and she can do things that. I could never imagine doing. But part of that job was graphic design. And when I got that job, I taught myself graphic design in a week time span. I sat down every day learning tutorials, going over things so I could know the basics of graphic design so that I could get that job. And nobody ever knew that. But uh, I figured it out and I winged it and I got my way through it enough to have the skills to create graphics and do things I needed to do. Now I can whip out graphics a little bit easier and have more advanced skills than i did before but that was not one that i came in with this job so you know even if there's a job out there that you're looking for and you may not have the 100 percent skill you can teach it to yourself and i think that's really cool that's definitely what i did
0: this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future
2: And now that I've spoiled one of my biggest secrets of my career, yeah, it's not, you know, nothing huge, but my my old boss may be like, What? I had no idea. You know, hey, sneaky sneaky, I figured it out. That's all what it is. Life is all about figuring stuff out anyway, right? But we're gonna keep moving right along. Coming in at number three, Skoo Steve was challenged. So there was a study basically about men who can do 40 push-ups or more in one sitting are in much better health than those that can't. They are at less risk for health diseases, especially heart diseases, and Eddie, Lunchbox, Scuba Steve were all like, there's no way we can do 40. Eddie and Lunchbox were like, we can only probably do like 10 of that. Scuba was like, I could probably do like 22. So Scuba Steve got challenged and he went after it. He ended up doing 30 push-ups, which is awesome. He didn't hit the 40, but you know, now maybe it, it sparked some challenge in him to get to the 40. So men, if you're out there, make sure you can do 40 Push-ups in one sitting. Listen, I think I could if I was really like down to the challenge. I'm pretty sure I could do 40 push-ups in one sitting. It may not look pretty, but I could do it. So, uh, I've been working on that, especially at the gym. There's been one thing I've been trying to work on when I'm at the gym. I want to be able to do pull-ups. Like. I could never really do pull-ups ever. I always had super strong leg strength, but I never had strong upper body strength. I don't know why, but that was just the case. I had very gymnastic style legs. And so those were my strong suit. and I never really focused on my arms. So now I've been trying to work on being able to do pull-ups, and I'm getting there. I've been doing so many assisted and banded pull-ups that I think I could at least accomplish doing maybe like five pull ups is pretty strong for me. But I also have been able to do wall sits for over two minutes. And that's also pretty awesome. So I'm definitely getting stronger with you know, my diet and working out every day. It's been super important to me. So I've been trying to do that. So I do like to believe that I could do 40 push ups in one sitting though. Now burpees on the other hand, maybe 10. I hate those. I hate burpees. I don't know why, but I hate them. And also an, an update on adult gymnastics that I've been doing. I'm currently working on my front tumbling. So front flips and front handsprings and also some back tumbling. I'm working on a layout right now. Those are kind of the focus on floor. And I am trying to get my front handspring on vault. I have it with the spot. Now I'm trying to work on getting it consistently with the spot so I can do it by myself because I did have a (laughs) freak out the first time I did vault. I was like, oh yeah, I got this. I used to be able to do it. And when I did my front spring over vault, I hit my lower back twice and it was incredibly painful. So yeah, it's pretty hard, especially as a very short girl. I can't get over that vault as easy as I used to think I can. So, but if I do have a least favorite in gymnastics, it would probably have to be beam. So there's beam, floor, vault, and bars in gymnastics, right? And in this adult gymnastics, you spend 30 minutes working on one of those four, and then you get 30 minutes of open gym to work on whatever you want. And beam, man, I hate it. So the whole reason I hate roller coasters is because you get that drop in your tummy. And I have always hated that feeling. Well, I forgot that when you're on beam and you fall off of it, you also get that drop in your stomach. And I had totally forgotten about that. So every time we do beam... I like try and make it a point to never fall off because I'm so scared. I hate that feeling or I try and be on like the floor beam because I really don't like those. So I was doing uh, pretty well on it, but I'm too afraid to fall off of it because of my fear of that little stomach drop thing. So beam is definitely my least favorite. And then it's bars because bars are so hard and they make me feel so unathletic that I get really frustrated on bars. And then I got vault. And then it's probably floor is my favorite because I can accomplish the most on floor with, you know, my 28 year old body. So that's what's going on with adult gymnastics. If anybody out there has kids in gymnastics, or they did once upon a time, or they did themselves, maybe you can relate to that a little bit. But adult gymnastics, look out for it. And I hope you guys are finding some fun uh, passions or new adventures to try because that's what adult gymnastics has been for me. I love it. It makes my week every time I go just to focus my brain on something else for an hour and do something that really makes me feel good, especially when I'm accomplishing new stuff. Even when I'm failing, I'm still having so much fun. So definitely encourage y'all to try something new or try something that maybe you once loved and you had to stop doing it. A really fun moment on the show this week, we had Richard Marks come on. This started because he reposted a video of Abby singing. She reached out to him, asked if he wanted to come on the show and talk about it, and he did, and he talked about her singing. He also talked about his career, which super incredible connections to Lionel Richie and Kenny Rogers, and just stories that... It's really cool to hear from an artist and songwriter perspective. So highly encourage you to go watch that entire interview at bobbybones.com. But it will be on the best bits, just the bits if you want to check that out. And of course, coming in at that number one spot, Lunchbox Audition for the Bad Out of Hell musical. And oh my goodness, this was such a fun segment. He did a scene. He sang a song. He also had to do some improv. And you know, he felt really good about his audition. He's been wanting to have an acting role ever since he started his Zoom acting classes like, oh my gosh, maybe two years ago now. So this is something he's really been wanting to do. So super fun to see it kind of come to fruition with the help of Bobby and Scuba Steve. And if you missed that. That's all up at BobbyBones.com and just an all-around good time. Let us know your thoughts. Is is Lunchbox going to be an actor? Is he going to become famous in Las Vegas and then move on to Hollywood? Who knows? I mean, I think he definitely has the improv for it because Lunchbox is somebody, there's never been someone I've met in my life that can be so incredibly awkward and do such awkward things and have no shame about it. And he's so good about that. There's not a lot of people that have that ability and have that personality trait that that's something that is really unique about him. So I hope this works out for him. I hope he gets the gig and you know he goes on to be a big star. I think he'll be super awesome at it. I want to know something from y'all. Is there anybody else who when you work at home, so I was talking to you guys about my job duties and what all that entails. So when I come home and I work, I tend to put a TV show on in the background because it makes me feel like I'm not spending all my time working, like something else is going on in my life, even though I know that's just like a Jedi mind trick. But one TV show that I've been watching as my background TV show lately is Once Upon a Time. I watched it only one time before. It's on Disney Plus, and it's basically the... uh a dra- i don't i don't even know how you would call it this show but it's all of the fairy tale characters that we know cinderella snow white all these different princesses and princes and aladdin they're all a part of this show and it's real life and it's a tv show instead of like a movie and it's basically this whole thing about a curse and there's villains i don't want to spoil it too much if you've never seen it but i seriously love this show and I forgot how much I loved it when I first watched it it does get a little cheesy at moments it is about fairy tale characters and stuff but there also are some dark moments so I don't know that like kids really watch this it's probably like teens and young adults but If you like the fairy tale stuff and you're really into like a little bit of sci-fi and other things like that, I would highly encourage watching this show if you haven't before. But it's been my background TV show lately. If you have a background TV show like me, let me know. One of my other ones is New Girl. That one is on on repeat. I will finish it and then I'll start it over. Another one, Sex in the City, uh, Gilmore Girls. I got a lot of background TV shows that I use because I've already watched them. So I already know what's happening. But you know, every once in a while I still get kicks out of them and I'll start watching them again because I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I love the show. But also on the newer end of things, I watched Lightyear this past weekend when it came out on Disney+. Plus. I think Disney+, Plus is like my highest streamed streaming app because I love watching all the Marvel stuff on repeat, Star Wars, Pixar, Disney. I'm just all about all of that. So I think I watched Disney Plus the most out of everything, which maybe that says something about me. I don't know. I'm not a child, but I'm a, I'm a kid at heart, so I'll accept it. But I watched Lightyear and I really don't think this movie deserves all the hate it's getting. I think it's a really great animated movie and it does have the connection. He's wearing his classic Buzz Lightyear outfit. He has his villain in it that we all know. And I think it's really good. I mean, I don't think it ever needed to be that connected to the Toy Story series. I love Toy Story, but watching this, I was like, oh, this is a good movie and it's a cool background story. And I just kind of saw it as your other I guess animated movie and I loved it I thought it was great so I will say that I don't think it deserves all the hate it's getting it's not my favorite animated Pixar movie ever but I do think it's really good so I would give it a try if you're you know like animated movies or just want to throw something on for the kids I think it's pretty good I know this isn't a super long best bits this week, but I'm glad I could come on and talk to you guys for a little bit and it was just you and me. I kind of felt like I was having a conversation with you and me instead of having one of the other show members on this weekend. It was just a little something different because things have been kind of crazy around the studio lately, so it was easier just to do me. Things will resume next weekend. I'll have another show member on and we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming, but for this weekend I'm glad I got to hang out with you and me and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or you want to answer any of my questions like totally send them to me instagram dm or twitter or facebook i try and check them all as much as possible uh but i do you know like I said, try and have some work life balance every once in a while. But y'all, thank you so much for listening to the best bits, for posting about it, for enjoying it, for telling your friends about it. I just, I love that this podcast has done some really cool things. And there's so many of you listeners that jump on to enjoy it and share your opinions and share it with your family. So just, Thank you. I love y'all so much. I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. If you want to follow me at Web Girl Morgan, if you want to follow the show at Bobby Bones Show, and don't forget there's more content up at bobbybones.com. Definitely check that out. Like I said, it helps us out. We love it. Love y'all. Have a great weekend. Bye.
1: Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)